0: CFF presents 1% Better, a podcast about
1: CrossFit, nutrition, coaching, mindset, and community.
0: Join us as we embark in casual conversation to shed light on what life is like within these black and yellow walls. With episodes coming at you every Monday, you can follow along with Coach Whitney and Terran as we talk shop about all things CFF. right, episode 36, guys. 1% better. I'm here as a lone wolf today. No Whitney with me. She's got a busy schedule, but we got to carry on the show. The show must go on. So I have a guest today, JL. Gianna Lee. I don't even, I don't ever call you that anymore. It's, your name is JL. It's always (laughs) been. Yeah, it's weird. Um, JL is with us today. We're going to talk about injuries. Uh, she's a physiotherapist in town. She's been with us at the gym for numerous years, took a little hiatus and came back. Um, yeah, so we're going to dive into the world of injuries. So tell us a little bit about, your, just blankly, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Uh, so I moved to Yorkton almost eight years ago. Um, for a job and thought I was only going to be here for a year and then found a man, opened a business, and now I'm here almost 10 years later.
0: <laughs> it's funny how that works, hey? Like I finished school and said I'd never move back here and yet here I am, same thing, 10 years later. <laughs>
1: Yorkton is a vortex. It That's is. That's what I tell people in a loving way. Yorkton you get caught. Yeah, you <laughs> get sucked right in. And it's not all that bad as
0: you get older and you find your place and your footing—it's—it's it's really not that bad. So <laughs> that's
1: a good selling. It's not that bad, people. Come to York It's really it's not
0: that just bad. when you're a kid, you think there's, the world is so much bigger. And you need to experience it all. But I get exactly what I need here. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So um, I now have a physiotherapy business out of Prairie View Physiotherapy, um, where I really like to work with athletes and people who are wanting to get back to being active. Have you
0: always been? wanting to work with athletes? Has it always been your jam?
1: Yeah. um, As I was growing up, that was kind of where I was. I was the, the tomboy athlete. So I loved to play soccer and then I got into figure skating. And so that was always a route that I really wanted to go into. Why do you like working with athletes? I think I like working with athletes because they are motivated. They have that internal drive and you can't, you know, put that into anybody. So they just want to get better.
0: I think I felt the same way when I chose athletic therapy. I was like, I want to be, well, I love sports as it was and just wanted to be in the atmosphere. But for the same reason, it's just these people won't neglect, well, some do neglect their rehab and like they they just want to get back to what they're doing, so they have a, they place a little bit more importance on the whole like healing process and rehab and everything. So,
1: yeah, and you know they have big goals, and don't get me wrong, um, my the general population that I work with they have big goals too, but um, it's kind of hard to compare going back to. I need to clean my house. To I need to go and compete at provincials. Yeah, totally different world, <laughs> different world. And that
0: doesn't take away the importance of I need to be able to clean my house. Like no,
1: it doesn't. We're but... not taking that experience away for sure. No, but it's a lot more um, adrenaline pumping. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so
0: you're also a member at the gym. So tell us about your experience being at the gym so far and what that, why that's important to you.
1: Uh, I started back here when I first moved and I wanted a place where I could feel comfortable and have that sense of community. And when I walked through those doors, I got that automatically. Um, when I stepped away to have a family and open the business, um, I didn't realize how much I missed it. And then when I came back, I was like, "Yep, yeah, this, this is the right place to be.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I was so excited to have you back. And like, even when you you weren't here, it was always like, you're still an important piece to what we were doing in here. And I know that you saw a lot of our clients through that period. But now that you're back in here, like it just gels it that much more. Mm -hmm. Why is fitness and just like health and well being overall? Why is it important to you?
1: Uh, health and fitness is just important because I think that is one of our foundational things as human beings, right? If we don't have, you know, good health and how are we going to perform in those extra things that we want to do? So if it is the housekeeping or going to provincials, um, if we don't have those basic building blocks, then everything else is just going to crumble. So setting yourself up for success is really important in that regard.
0: Yeah, totally. And just, that's what I mean. Like, it doesn't mean if it, those people that just want to be better in their average everyday life versus the athletes, like those steps are still the same. They look exactly the same for both types of people. So yeah, that's cool. Okay. Awesome. Let's, um, Let's dive a little bit more into like the physio part of it because, you know, there's a lot of people, I shouldn't say there's a lot of people, but there are some people in the gym that are experiencing some aches and pains and things like that. So we want to address that and kind of give them some stepping stones to get back into things when they start feeling some aches and pains coming on. So what do you think is, or tell us like, what is the most common types of injuries that you treat?
1: I see a lot of shoulder injuries that can range anything from an impingement, which is like the rotator cuff getting pinched between a couple of bones or like tight spots within the shoulder, um, to tendonitis, which are overuses of the rotator cuff, um, to rotator cuff tears, which are like on the extreme end of the spectrum to say knee strains or meniscus tears, to low backs like discs and uh, lumbar strains. There's a lot of stuff that can go wrong. What do you think, like,
0: so I'm somebody coming in and I've got an injury and I'm like, hey, this hurts. And you go, all right, what happened? What's like the most common reason stuff happens?
1: You know what, (laughs) the most common reason is I have no idea what happened. I just woke up and it's it sore or I've been doing the same thing over and over again and you know, this, the 30th time I've done it, it just started hurting. That is- Those are are like the hardest ones, right? They don't have any like clear
0: mechanism of injury and you're like, oh crap, now I gotta figure this out a little bit more.
1: (laughs) Yes and no, because with those ones, then I know it's more of something mechanical, right? So it's, how is this working? Why is this, you know, causing this issue? So it's, we know it's more biomechanical than say tissue trauma or tearing. Um, okay so I come to
0: you uh, my back hurts what does your stage of like problem solving look like like how are you gonna help me figure this out and what does that look like
1: so if you were coming into the clinic I would ask you a couple of questions um, just kind of to get an idea of like where you're coming from right so like where does it hurt? Um, what brings it on? What makes it feel better? Um, I ask about sleep because sleep is when you heal. So if your sleep is being disturbed, you are probably going to have some impact in your healing. Then I ask you more about yourself. What do you do for work? does that maybe have a play into why you're hurting what do you do for hobbies um and then kind of playing into that right and seeing how we can integrate you back into
0: what you're missing out there's lots of pieces of information that go into it, simply just like not what did you do and okay let's fix that there's you know just like we talk about with our clients like nutrition is not just about food there's all different elements that get taken into it that's that's awesome from a, a healing perspective this is kind of funny for me sitting here. I'm like, I already, like, I know how this process goes. We both share the same kind of aspect on this. It's interesting having to interview somebody about something I thoroughly know, but this is for our, our, our viewers or our listeners. Cool. Okay. Um, what about the people who are experiencing things, let's say in the gym and they know it's not right. They're like, this doesn't feel right or this hurts or I can't do this you know they're in that in between where like we can still do stuff but maybe shouldn't be doing it what does that conversation look like
1: so one of my philosophies when I treat people is I want to keep you in your wheelhouse for as long as possible so I hate pulling people from play I hate pulling people from doing what they want to do Um, so I try and modify the best that I can so either having them change up their activity so that they are no longer gonna be aggravating the area or helping facilitate that area with like taping or bracing, again, so that they're having success without doing more harm to themselves. So what does that look like in terms of somebody being in the gym? So and by being in the gym, you know Taryn and your Taryn, you, <laughs> uh, and the coaching staff here like do a really great job in their group classes to try and you know modify those tasks or like even the the personal training sessions. I think giving you that one on one time to really dive deep into those. Uh, activities right to try and change them up are one of the best ways
0: yeah like th- i think the biggest piece of it and sometimes the most often missed part of it is the communication aspect right like 100 percent. if something is bothering you you need to speak up about it because it doesn't make sense to work through it because then you go from discomfort to pain and now pain is an issue and now we have a bigger problem right
1: definitely so you're not just you know dealing with maybe one simple issue you're dealing with five yeah,
0: exactly <laughs> And now we do have to pull you from everything that you had been doing because now things are much worse than they might've been at the beginning. Um, okay, so let's say that we get into this scenario. So now things have gone from discomfort to pain. What does that look like? Like, what does that conversation look like? Like, how do you determine with somebody that they need to seek extra help, you know, outside of the gym, like, other than just modifying your workouts? like. How do
1: I know that PT is the route that I need to go? I think there are a couple of factors. Things like I mentioned earlier, if it's starting to impact your sleep. If you are not getting a restful night's sleep, that's a sign that we're dealing with something a little bit bigger. Um, Another route is if your pain is getting higher than a 4 out of 10. You know, 4 out of 10 is manageable. I can deal with it. Now, if we start creeping up above that, then, you know, we are um, dealing with something a little bit bigger, right? Um, those would be all signs like, okay, I need to get this checked out. Um, the other and the last piece, I think the mo- one of the most important pieces is I just can't do it anymore. I can't do what I want to do.
0: And I would also say like at that point, like the psychological part of it is also weighing on you a little bit heavily too.
1: Oh, definitely. Like... I, when I first started physio, I didn't realize how much of the emotional and psychological side of it has such a big impact to the physical. It's, it's major. And you
0: don't realize it as an athlete or as a client until you're actually in the heat of it, right? Like, you're like, okay, I'm injured, this sucks. But then when you're three or four weeks into your rehab and you're still modifying things and, you know, you might feel good, but you're just not at that stage where you can peel the scab a little bit, you know? I I would say like it's the time wearing on that makes it even more difficult.
1: And that's why I don't like pulling people from their activities. I want to keep you in your environment so that you have that support system, right? It's giving you that sliver of normal, right? And giving you some of that, you know,
0: feel good. (laughs) And that's why we encourage people to come back in here and when you are injured to be modifying and have that conversation with the coach like on the daily. Every time that you come in here, let's check in and see where you are at. Um, just so that if you're not doing what's written on the whiteboard, like who cares? Like it really doesn't matter. You're in here moving. The movement in and of itself brings good, healthy blood to the area. Like that's healing, promoting, right? And then more importantly, you're here for the social aspect of it. Like you might not be the most talkative and cheerful person, but just being around eight, nine other people that are still invested in you, like that mentally is powerful no matter who you are and what you do.
1: Yeah. you know. 100% completely agree.
0: Yeah, I'm on board for that. <laughs> okay,
1: so let's say you're
0: going through your rehab program, the weeks have elapsed and things are looking really good. Um, what does your back to play, we're going to call it back to play because that's what it's called in... in AT? Uh, well, yeah, I guess. I'm just trying to think, like in therapy. In
1: therapy. therapy, in therapy language. <laughs>
0: <In> therapy. <laughs> to get back into the gym. Um, what does that process look like And how does that program look to get somebody to go from seeing you every day or whatever, going through all their little rehab exercises to getting them back on the floor to be doing what it is they wanna be doing
1: at 100%. So some of the stepping stones would be, first we need full range, that's rule number one. If you don't have full range of the joint that has been injured, then you know what, we're still gonna be doing those individual exercises or those isolated exercises. Then from there, uh, we need full strength. If we don't have full strength, we're still gonna chip away at that because if we don't have full strength, other joints are gonna be compensating and trying to make up for that lack of strength, which is then gonna go back to even a bigger problem. Um, And then from there, we go from simple movements to more complex. So um, when you went into foundations, we probably started off with like air squats and push-ups and things like that. But as you work through foundations, the exercises um, got more complex. Same thing on physio, right? We're gonna start with simple exercises and then we'll work our way up. I hear it all the time that they say, well, it's really not a big deal. You'd probably see people worse than me. Like, I hate taking your time. No, like if it is bothering you, and you're telling people that it's bothering you, it is a big deal. (laughs) Yeah,
0: and also the, I hate taking your time. Like, that's what we're here for. We're here to help. Like, my time
1: is here for you to help you. (laughs) Exactly. And you don't need to have, uh, like, frostbitten (laughs) foot to come in to see me, right? Like, Mm -hmm. it might be, I have a couple clients right now that don't have full range of motion of their shoulders and they can't do Mm -hmm. handstands. So it's not a pain that they're coming to see me. It's because they can't do it. And that is okay because you want to and you deserve that. You deserve to have what you want. So um, we're at two? Yeah. yeah. Your, <laughs> okay, That's your third one? <laughs> um, the third one is, hmm. you know what? I think doing what you feel is right or feeling good, right? Just going with it and... I know this is going to sound fluffy and you know if it hurts stay away and if it's an air squat versus a clean and jerk or front you know a loaded squat that is okay right you have to give yourself permission to modify um we get stuck in this i need to do it pain is good and no pain no gain not necessarily in rehab right it's okay give yourself permission to let things feel good
0: and i think more so on that line like it's like what is your purpose you know i i find that a lot of people get caught up on the need to do what's written on the whiteboard and arguably that's a lot why we've changed the way that we've been programming for the last year but i guess more so this falls into that too is just even when you are injured and so what if you're doing you know like Laurie, for example, coming out of his shoulder surgery and he's doing PVC pass-throughs with one arm. Like who cares? The fact is you're here, you're moving. And that is the most important thing because what is the alternative? That is the question I always ask people when they give me a little bit of gripe about this. It's like, what is the alternative? The alternative is sitting at home on your couch. And like, what benefit does that do for any of us? Like nothing. So There's just so much good that you can get from, like you said, giving yourself that permission to move in whatever capacity that needs to look like at that given moment.
1: Right. Exactly. And it's just wrapping your brain around it, right? That it is okay. Which takes time. It takes time, right? And acceptance, and but just yeah, allowing yourself to the five stages of grief, but five stages of rehab. (laughs) Maybe that's that's a book. That's that's a book. There we we go. There's a title for the new book.
0: Okay, so uh, how can these people, like how can our clients reach out to you if they're maybe looking to increase their range of motion a little bit or get rid of some nagging injuries or just move better?
1: Uh, you can reach me at my direct line at work, uh, 306-700-0120 and my direct line is two. So, um, if you hit extension two, um, because you're a friend of CrossFit, I'm going to try my hardest to get you in as soon as, yeah, that's a little, there's some
0: VIP on there. It it
1: is. You know what? That's, uh, it's one of the perks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll throw her contact information in the comments on our, uh, Podcast information, so you'll have it there for you if you need to. Um, can they follow you on social media? Do you have anything for them or a website or
1: anything? Uh you can check out my website at ww.janalyphysio.com and keep an eye out for social media that'll be rolling out here soon.
0: There we go. Thanks for sitting in with me, Jill.
1: Yeah, no problem. You awesome. are
0: my episode thirty-six. Ooh-hoo. All about injuries.